Hey, it's the week of May 30th, Memorial Day weekend 2011, and guess what? You've got Oz in your ears. Yes, it's Radio Free Oz with Peter Bergman and David Osman, and we is on the web, on the air, and here we go. Hey, Dave, having a good Memorial Day weekend thus far? Uh, if the rain holds off, you betcha. Yeah, it doesn't matter. A couple of sprinkles, Memorial Day weekend. You know, no, nothing up here in the uh, wild northwest gets... Uh, it, summertime comes on July the 5th. And so you just got just to gotta wait for it. And otherwise, yeah, things are going right. How about you, Pete? Well, you mentioned July the 5th, <laughs> which is, by my, by my lights, uh, Independence from America Day. And it also happens to be the final day of our summer fund... And some are not drive, which we've just launched, all right? And, you know, all right, we've, we've, we're going to raise $3,000 by July 5th. We started this last week. We announced it last week, and we're already 10% there. We have $360 already pledged against the 3000 And now it's time to announce all the wonderful premiums you can get by donating to Oz. Oh, wow. Okay? Prizes. Here we go. All right. All right. Now, all right. Uh, a donation of $50, you will get the opportunity of being sent either one of two refrigerator magnets, one which uh, bears the uh, uh, sticker Afghanistan, Yes We Can't, and the other is the Sarah Palin, When Fascism Comes to America, It Will Be Wrapped in a Flag and Carrying a Cross. Sinclair Lewis quote with a wonderful I, I I have to admit it's it's Photoshop I found out after the fact of Sarah Palin wrapped in a flag holding a cross you can't beat it so you have a choice of the Afghanistan or the Sarah Palin um, um, magnet for 50 bucks iconic images bucks, iconic images from Radio Free Oz I mean yeah ab- absolutely for a okay. hundred bucks yeah you can have an Afghanistan or Palin American fascism mug you can sit there at work and shock your workers, or if you work at home, you can sit there and just look at it and chuckle, okay? Okay. $200 will give you both a magnet and a mug. Well, I naturally, I could figure that one out. That's uh, obvious. Okay, good. That's a 200 for Yeah, for 300 bucks though, you can get an Afghanistan or American fascism t-shirt. Uh-huh. Right? And this is to your size. You have to let us know what size you are. Once you, you know, you pledge three hundred, you'll you'll get an email from us saying, "Dear Melissa or dear John or whatever, what size T-shirt are you?" And you'll get it in the mail. All right, for four hundred bucks, you get a T-shirt and a mug. All right. Oh boy! Uh, you can and you can get slide. one of uh, Sarah and the other one of uh, Afghanistan. Mix and match. There we and go. now, five hundred dollar donation, you'll receive a signed copy of our special unlimited edition. Of Bergman and Osmond's Trolling the Woe, Volume 1, a collection of essays, limericks, and musings, many of which have been featured on Radio Free Oz, and illustrated by Phil Fountain, prepared especially for, for, for our Foz listeners, and signed by the by Dave and Pete. Yeah, this is okay? gonna be this is gonna be a good thing because it uh, I, I I know that everybody just loves look looking at pixels. And working them out in their heads, but actually, it's really nice to have a piece of paper in your hand with a poem on it, or a limerick, yes. or a, or a blog, or just some just some just some good fun. And so, yeah, we're really excited about seeing that book come out, and it won't be long either. 
No, and uh, we just got the first our first hundred dollar donation out of that three sixty, and I'll be uh, contacting that individual and asking them uh, what kind of mug you want. All right. Know? Or well, maybe you that- want two. Ma- maybe you want two magnets. Maybe the guy just ain't for mugs, and he's got two refrigerators and doesn't know what to to do with them. So, but anyway, we'll be in touch. Okay. So that's that's. Uh, that's the fifth. Now let's right. make it let's make it perfectly clear, or less perfectly clear, yeah. as the president once said, that uh, uh, this uh, this money is to keep us on the air, not to pay us uh, to go out and have uh, nice dinners out. This money is for studio time and the, uh, the the what do you call it time the 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 bandwidth time is that what you say? Yeah. It- it buys bandwidth and studios, materials. It buys what they generally call G&A, a little legal here or a little accounting there. And yes, occasionally David and I will go out and have a burger on it. I remember there used to be a, a TV evangelist here in L.A., Gene Scott. You know, he was our favorite evangelist. And he would get on the air and he says, well, the, 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 the attorney general of, of, of the state of California says I can't use this money for anything but religious purposes. Go get me a hamburger. He said, money you gave me. Give it to somebody. And later the program guy would come in with a couple of double burgers. He said, look, I'm eating. I'm eating these burgers. And who's going to tell me not to? Oh, he was wonderful. He was wonderful. <clears throat> Well, so, we, yes, we, yes. Will have we will have a burger the next time we're in the same town together, yeah. but yeah, but that's not going to happen soon because next week you're going to be in uh, New Haven, right? I'm going back for my 50th reunion at Yale next week. Yes, that's how old I am, folks. I'm a total geezer, and I will be doing a little performing there. I'm going to do a panel with uh, Austin Pendleton and a couple of other artsy types from our class. I don't know about what exactly, but I'll find out. And we'll be doing the show from Whidbey, New Haven next week. Once I arrange, find some Wi-Fi there, it shouldn't be a problem, you know. And uh, that's going to be fun. I'll tell you all about it. Um, well, that's the, that's the fun drive, and uh, that's next week. What about this past week, Uncle Peter? What, uh, what, well, what, what, what are the one or two words that come to mind? Well, I... I, f- I figured out, Dave, uh, I'm almost certain now that that guy, um, Campbell, whatever his name is, the preacher in Oakland who said the end of the world was last week, and now he said it was only the spiritual end of the world, and the physical end of the world is coming in October. I got to hand it to him. Talk about Reverend Slip and Slide. That's good. Boy, you know, he was o- really quick on October. Well, you know, 7,000, you're dealing you know, with 7,000 years and, an, uh, I don't know, an abacus or maybe a couple of rocks, so it's uh, difficult to make, you know, exact calculations. I'm willing to wait to October. However, it occurred to me that it was rapture by tornado, man. Well, that's a start, okay? In terms of people in Joplin are probably figuring he had it right on the button. Absolutely. Once they were launched into, I mean, God bless them, once they were launched, they were launched. Yeah, that's... Yeah, go ahead. Well, I just, it was just, uh, it was so soon after all of the comedy and all of the laughter and all of the poor, oh, it's poor schlumps they are, what are they going to do about their rent and all that stuff that went on about uh, the rapture. And then, bang, like the rapture just comes out of, out of nowhere. And gets 150 well, you know, people. They were very moral about that. They A lot of the rapturites continually uh, reminded us that they were not going to welch on their bills, that they were going to pay their rent. You know, that wasn't going to change. Now, here's the thing. 
ever since I heard about that, I said, well, I'm going to look for rapture sightings because I think he's right. Mm -hmm. And, of Mm -hmm. course, there is Charlie Sheen. The fact that people are paying money to see a self-professed madman self-medicate is kind of a scene. It's kind of a sign. But uh, just just yesterday, I happened to be doing, I don't know what it was. The television set was out on the house. And there was, I don't know, you know, Good Morning America or some show like that was in Central Park with Lady Gaga's free concert. And there were 20,000 people there to see Lady Gaga. I have to admit, I haven't spent a lot of time digging Lady Gaga. So I watched. So you watched it. Okay. Absolutely a sign of the time. End times. She is definitely an end time character. Absolutely. She is a combination of the most theatrical and the most mundane, you know? She's like super, super trash. And the people in the audience, I mean, no. And, and, and it's like it, unforgettable music, right? The same kind of dancing. She definitely is the, you know, the um, illegitimate child of Madonna. But also what, what she does reminds me so much of Michael Jackson's voodoo. There was something so voodoo-esque about the whole mm. thing. And the audience is filled with these people who look like end-time puppets, you know, holding up signs, I'm Gaga, born that way, all this kind of incredibly, like, useless stuff. Now, I don't want to fall into the curmudgeon trap, okay? Just because I'm the age I am doesn't mean I'm putting down the whole generation. Uh, I'm just dealing with Lady Gaga, who's kind of a... She's also a version of Marilyn Manson, for whom I have very positive feelings. I'm, in many ways, a big Marilyn Manson fan. But he's so much, he's so much edgier. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I, I just think she's an end, she's an end times Barbie doll. An end, yeah. Don't they come in sevens, I think? Revelation uh, well, usually has seven of, so when there is the seventh Lady Gaga, then the earth shall ope. You know, and the, or if she's on Channel Seven, that might be an that ABC might be show. it. A channel guy, mm-hmm, that could have been. That, Good Morning America. Oh, I think you're right. You've you've put the numbers together, Pete. Oh, we're in trouble yeah, now. Well, I'm good at that. Okay, well, another sign of the apocalypse. Yep. The rule of the auto pen. Now mm. this is this is directly out of Saint John. Did, the wait Duvoo a minute. Pen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The auto pen. Didn't he get arrested in New York? <laughs> the the auto pen. Yeah, I thought there's auto pen. He was a very very famous uh, European uh, bank ma- bank man. No, no, no. You, you auto pen. You are thinking no. of Jean Schwarzenegger auto pen. Auto pen. Oh, okay. The auto pen. The auto pen. Right, yeah, they 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 passed a, a law, a federal law, useless federal law that said presidents can sign important documents by auto pen. Okay, the way they used to sign all those, I'm so glad you wrote me in support of whatever I'm doing that's wicked, auto-penned Richard Nixon. Right, right, right. right. Well, what happened was is the, uh, is the uh, Patriot flack was almost running out. I mean, it, it, thanks to Rand Paul, who was another part of the End Times puppet show. <laughs> I love him, by the way. It, it, because of his his shenanigans, et cetera, et cetera, the Patriot Act was going to run out like Saturday night at midnight. And where is the president, you know, overcoming his Irish hangover at the G8 meeting? OK, so they figured they didn't have enough time to jet him the Patriot Act, have him sign it and send it back in time. So he signed the Patriot Act by auto pen. OK, 
Yeah, that's, uh, does that 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 is a, a sign a signing of the end times. You feel? The, oh, absolutely. Oh, the auto pan. I mean, there's the antichrist and the auto pan, right? <laughs> well, the I it's, of all things, the Patriot Act. Uh, yes. They were really worried that the FBI were going to have to suddenly stop surveilling people. Now, the FBI yeah. hasn't stopped surveilling people since 1933, so the passage of a, you know, a non-signed law is not going to stop the FBI from whatever they're investigating. And the uh, biggest problem wasn't the FBI. It's really the NSA, Dave. Yeah. I mean, talk about surveillance. The FBI, I've been working with them on this bank job show I'm doing, and I'm, I find at least the bank people are very – I like them, and they're very good – Everyday Americans like you and I, and they're 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 the, the the least spooky of any people I've met in a long time. But the NSA, now that's you know that's that's a bat of a, from a different cave. These people are they're listening to everything. In fact, their problem is they have so much information they don't know what to do with all of it. They're they're inundated with information. Well, most of which, of course, yeah, that, that's what that's what they are. They're made of information, which is you know. Kept it. They've been. They've collected everything that anybody has said for how long now? Ten, fifteen years. More than ten, fifteen years. You know, no, uh, thirty years. They've yeah. got it there. And if it says terrorist, oops! I just got collected. See, uh, there it is. It's just up there. And the terrorist. They'll recognize that word now twice. My cousin, but the terrorist. So- now I'm in real trouble. Or, but on the other hand, if you say mm-hmm. terra firma, they may also pick that up, right? And if you talk about your, uh, you know, your cocker terrier, right, they may think you're talking about some cocky terrorist. Oh, they boy, or some terrorist well, cock. Right? And then we're reading, yes, mm, they don't talk no, about that. No, oh. no, 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 they got you on seven different levels. And they don't know what to do with all of that. Plus, most of the people don't speak Arabic, right? They're still, they're, they're still trying to find enough people to speak Russian for the Cold War, and that's over. So now they got nobody that speaks Pashtun or Urdu or Arabic. All they speak is Lady Gaga. And, uh, in fact, probably Gaga is a word they connect also. I don't know. What about Dada? Do you think if you say Dada, they're listening? Dada, Dada Gaga, Dada Gaga. Oh, yeah. not, that's the guy who was arrested in New York. Dada Gaga. Dada Gaga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for yeah. The, you, know, you know, they found his DNA. What's his name? Schwarzkuhn or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They found his DNA on the maid's clothes. Okay. So there's no doubt about it. He was the guy. I mean, if if Clinton can almost get uh, you know impeached for DNA on the dress, then yep. we got another DNA on the I don't know on on the the maid's uniform or wherever it was. It's also uh, it's also special victims unit. You know, I mean, it really is. I'm glad it happened in New York. I was the the French when they when they parade the perp. Oh, the French don't allow that. You know. The French they don't. There, no. there is no. Mm-mm. Isn't it a fashion show? Here we come down the aisle, the perp, wearing the perp work. The uh, perp I, work. I, 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 yeah. Yeah, but no, they, it's not allowed in France because it's insulting. Now, I think Eve should take a look at this. Eve Sanstoul, our fashion consultant, should, I, should I really consult. I was going consult. to do something for it, you know, yeah. it, but, but since there is no perp work in Paris, I thought maybe I could give Mr. Akun, you know, some sort of special garb in that nice kind of prison orange, which I have been working with. Ah, yes. Uh, some things, you know, like with the, the fashion mask so he cannot be recognized. Uh, perhaps a, a pattern of DNA splashes across the, you know, to give a certain, I don't know, panache. Yeah, that is in, that's, the, that's the, the brand new tie. 
the uh, Eve's tie that you can get. If you if you send us a thousand dollars, we'll send you a copy of uh, Eve's uh, special uh, DNA DNA splash tie, which uh, you don't can, make promises we we can't keep, Dave. You know those are those are really expensive. Those ties we'll end up losing money on. <laughs> you can't get anything at the Eve's on stool store for less than five or six grand. So we're going to have to withdraw that offer. I'm, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's, well, let's see. What else has happened? Well, okay. Who has withdrawn from the race? Did Mitch Daniels withdraw this week or the week before? Has the great white, another of the great white hopes of the GOP disappeared? Uh, yeah. In, in, in my world, he vanished so quietly that I didn't know he was gone. It, the yeah. biggest news was Sarah Palin moving to Arizona. Like, that was news last week. Why don't, why don't we stop covering that? that person i was about to i was about to put her down but i've no. decided not to put any of these people down i'll let them do it themselves the fact that she's moving to arizona that's a real help who cares well moving i think arizona I, I i think i think she's she's going to run into a real problem um, i've been here in the pacific northwest for a long time and she's even farther north where it is darker for longer of the year gloomier uh yes. I, I tell you this this woman is not going to have a tan and she's uh-huh. going to get out in that 108 degree, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I guess, like Iraq, right? Uh, she's going to get out in that sun, and she's going to crisp right up, let me tell you. She's she going is, to she... dry right out and crisp right up in, in that uh, Arizona. She's not in one of those horrible suburbs, though. They put her in Scottsdale in some nice $1,000,000 mansion. She so, can yeah. have my plot in Scottsdale. If if you know if it had to be Palin or myself, she can have Scottsdale. She can have it. I I agree. Absolutely. My my mom once lived in Arizona, and I can tell you, it is not habitable. No, it is not. It's not a place where people are supposed to live. Okay, it's maybe a place place where people are supposed to gather in RVs to have some sort of I don't know communal experience. It's a, yeah yeah yeah. See that it's a state without any power center at all. So people have to gather their RVs in a circle to make a power center. You know because otherwise as the power centers are all to the north, south, east, and west of Arizona. I remember performing in Tucson once during what was it called Bronze Days. Oh, Bronze Days. <laughs> and it was so hot. I had to use a handkerchief on the handle of the car door to open it, or I would have blistered my hand. They warned me well in the head. You know, don't touch any metal without a handkerchief. It's too hot. Well, all of our listeners who live in Arizona, uh, we feel sorry for you, but it's, it's good that you're there because you can actually vote for some people who deserve to be voted for, even if they do live in Arizona. So um, are we backing well, Harry Reid this week? I've I've always been fond of Harry Reid, man. I think he is such a clever guy. Look what he does. I mean, he is such a fox. He is the wiliest guy in that position for ever so long. And the fact that people don't appreciate him or think he's too, you know, think he's a, you know, he's great. Anyway, what does he do? He forces the Republicans in the Senate to vote up or down on the the path to prosperity, you know, the kill Medicare bill. Yep. And what do they do? They all do. They don't abstain. They don't run away. Uh, all but four of them say, yep, that's the way. They just walk the plank, man. I just, you know, it's just amazing. And, and and the result has been that, of course, what, the election, okay, they lost the uh, 26th in New York since I talked with you last. Yes. Okay. Yes, that was, that, that was big news in that it was identified as being uh, connected with the Medicare issue. 
completely. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, the, it was it was tricksy though because the uh, the um, uh, Tea Party candidate took ten percent. And, or 9%, and 9%. the Republican candidate had like 41%. That would have made 50%, and she only had the, the candidate who won, the Democrat, had something less than that. Um, but David, so, the guy that won it in, in 2010, Chris Lee, who had to leave because he had pictures on the internet of him without his shirt on. Yeah, that's yeah. Why think, right. He won by seven. He had 70 percent of the vote. That's how Republican the place is. And they handed over to a Democrat like a year later. Excuse me. OK, that's a big deal. Plus, plus uh, the the. Um, Something has happened to the – something serious has happened to the uh, 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 idea about how people feel about uh, the GOP in the House. Let me tell you this one, okay? Here's what's happened. Uh, this is by uh, – this is a poll taken by Democracy Corps, right? It said that the disapproval of Republicans in the House of Representatives – this is just over the last week – has surged from 46% disapproval to 55% in April. And this week, 59% of Americans disapprove of the GOP in the, in, in, in the um, House of Representatives. And the, um, the intense disapproval is now up three to one. Three out of every four people in, intensely disapprove of the GOP. Well, they shouldn't have voted him into office. But I agree. I guess they'll vote him out in another in, in another year or so. Yeah, <clears throat> I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. So let's see. That's happened. Uh, Sarah Palin said she's going to run for president, but I don't believe it. I think it's just a way of her trying to build her queue because all she's in it for is the money, and she would have to take a humongous pay cut if she ran for president, and an even bigger pay cut if she won. And she'd have to explain why she wouldn't leave the office after a year and a half when she got bored with trying to deal with international relations. That would be a hard one to explain away. And and she'd have to read all of those messy uh, position papers. Mm. And during the campaign, she wouldn't be able to go out and have like uh, a shopping spree for clothes and jewelry on the GOP campaign credit card without the whole world watching. She can't do that anymore. She and the queen could go out and do that maybe. Yeah, but that she doesn't have to run for president to do that. No, that's And anyway, there's her doppelganger, Michelle Bachman Overdrive, who is going to jump in, okay? This is the woman – this is the woman that has accused Barack Obama of being un-American. She's the Lady Gaga. She's the, the Lady Gaga yeah. man, as compared to the Madonna yes. of, uh, uh, you, you know, of Sarah Palin. She is uh, she, Bachman is you're the right. Lady Gaga, right? Am I right? Yeah, she, you're she's, right. She's the in- indicator of the apocalypse. You thought and it couldn't get worse? Oh, wait a minute. You know, there's the good Michelle and the bad Michelle. There's the good Michelle, who's the first lady, about whom they can't say anything worse than the fact that she supports breastfeeding. That's the worst they've got on her so far, right? And then there's Michelle Bachman, the birther. Birther Bachman, I like to call her. Uh, it's, it's, you know, you think about the glass ceiling and the fact that women have not are still being suppressed in politics. And, and you know, the, the only 
the only woman of real quality that's run recently is, I mean, for president, is Hillary Clinton, who's doing a fabulous job as, as a secretary of state. And up against that in the, in the GOP, you have women the likes of, of Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman. It does make you wonder if this is a real party or just a carnival. I, I, you know, <laughs> really. I mean, they're, they're, they're ludicrous. And look at the people. Look, look at this guy, Kane, right? Uh, 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 Pizza Papa. I know, Mr. Pizza Papa, and then you've got Tim Pawlenty, who is like, you know, nothing but beige, and you have Mitt Romney, who every, everybody, everybody is making fun of Mitt Romney. I mean, he doesn't have anybody that cares about him, whatever. Uh, you got nobody, man. I Absolutely think, I nobody. Think maybe Mitt Romney and Hugh Romney should run, uh, run <laughs> as a team, you know? Do you think that'd be a good <laughs> idea? Let's see. What would you call it? The empty suit and wavy gravy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, I, I love it. Yeah, no, <laughs> we can't end up with you. Not Hugh Romney, with that other Romney. We can't end up with him. That's It's just, just too... It's like all of those guys in the 60s in suits. I mean, uh, he, there's nothing There's nothing up to date. There's nothing 21st century about about Romney at all. Well, you know, the, the Republicans are famous for nominating the, the next person in line. You know, if you wait long enough, you run, you lose, then, then, then they nominate you. I mean, you know, uh, Reagan lost to Ford, and then it was Reagan, and then you had yeah, Bush yeah. after Bush, and then you have McCain. McCain was standing in line. Well, Romney is next, right? He ran last time, and he lost, and here he's back, Okay. So he's the guy. But I don't know, man. I think, I think the Republicans, the Republicans may decide not to run anybody because they may do better in the House and the Senate without any candidate running for president because they don't have to worry about it. Hey, I think you've got the strategy. <laughs> That's, That's it. the strategy. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, in, nobody in 12, right? Nobody no, in 12. Nobody was the name of, of you, Romney's pig, wasn't it? No, it was nobody. Wavy, was it Wavy Gravy's pig was was, was I th- nobody. I think it was nobody, and nobody ran for several years in a row there, which was a good idea yeah. overall. Yeah. Hey, Certainly speaking of speaking of yeah. speaking of things that have disappeared, apocalypses we have known and have gone right by us. Uh, the Cold War yeah. uh, back in 1980, uh, when Firesign was uh, about to spin into the uh, Reagan decade. Uh, yeah, we we stood four square for g- going up against uh, our red brothers, and I don't mean the Native Americans. Uh, in in a show called Fighting Clowns, you remember that, Pete? Oh yeah, we did it at the Roxy. It was such great fun, and it, we had a, a hot band behind us, Skunk Baxter on on lead guitar, and great drummers. It was our only really musical rock and roll show, and we opened it with the song we're going to play. Right? That's right. Yeah, this yeah. was this was the big hot opening. This was the, the you know the 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 new game players at war. Okay, here we go. The Bozo Song, Firesign Theater, Fighting Cloud. Huh? Hey, come on, get inside, quick, the show just started. Show? No, uh, what does it cost? Who cares, it'll make reality less painful. Great balls of come fire. Come on, hurry up, get oh, in for Uh, chair for Mr. Smith. Hey, boys, come over here, quick, come on, Me? get inside, the show's about to start. Oh, no, we're broke. Yeah, the inflation, you know, it's How much does it cost? Don't worry, boys, you paid for it already. Hurry up, get inside. Oh, okay. Two more chairs oh, for two yeah, more Smiths. Oh, 
This way for the recruiting show. Step up for the recruiting show. On the center stage, the canteen is happy to present the Fighting Clowns. months from now? Are you really ready to give up your gas and your precious pocket calculators? <laughs> we'll see. No more eating TV dinners. No more being game show winners. No more playing craps and pharaoh. No more driving your Camaro. Camaro. Camaro, there'll be no more Camaros. Watch out for that Land the Goshen. Pozos, beaners, zips, berserkers, aborted, pregnant, welfare shirkers. We're all bozos on this bus. This, this bus, bus is off to war. Hey! Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're all cheering now, aren't you? Huh? But I wonder if that smile on your face isn't really a Cheshire smile, huh? Painted on! Yes, I can see your real faces. Yes, yes, I can see some people over there who look like uh, living lover beaters. Yeah. Yes, and there's a, a whole section of lotus eaters, and in the middle there, a whole bunch of tax form cheaters, huh? <laughs> but listen carefully to what we have to say. <laughs> I met a funny bearded fellow from the gulag archipelago. Yes, that's right, it's 
time again to play the wonderful game you can play at home on your own TV screen, Roski Pow! Eh? Let's see what kind of sharpshooters we have out there today. Uh, you, young lady, how'd you like to try to stop that Soviet soldier before he stops you, eh? Just say Ruski Pow and let's see if you can get him. Ruski Pow! Uh-oh, he's still heading towards the club. Try again. Ruski Pow! Hey, we stopped him! <laughs> We're only playing, folks. We're back. I love that show with uh, with the fire sign from 1980, just facing the uh, the so-called Reagan Revolution, and I guess we faced it pretty well. By and that was the first Afghan war. That uh, that same show had our famous Afghanistan song in it. Oh, but, Afghanistan! Oh, Afghanistan! Yeah. Which we played on Radio Free Oz, which this is from time to time. Well, you know, um, e- economics are b- uh, kind of bumbling along. Uh, books continue to come out saying what a disaster the last several years are, and how all those guys ought to be put in jail. Uh, yeah. But so far, uh, we have some speculators now, some some privileged inside information guys who apparently are going to go to jail. But that's not really what the public would like to see. They're the little guys, Dave. Yeah. They're the ones that were stupid enough. You know, they didn't steal enough. Also, they weren't powerful enough. You know, to to take a pass. These are like mid level crooks, not the top level crooks. Did you see the HBO film? Uh, too big to fail. Have you had an opportunity? I, it is. I have not. Fabulous, fabulous film. Oh, okay, a must. Okay. Well, I had written a poem about the same period with the same name before they named their piece "Too Big to Fail." My poem, which is done to the uh, meter of the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere, okay, is also called "Too Big to Fail." Okay, and I think it's time to read it. Let's go. All right here we go. Too big to fail. The Midnight Ride of the Too Big to Fail. Listen up, people, to the terrible tale of a financial system that's too big to fail. Began in the 80s when Reagan was king and the me generation was doing their thing. Along comes Mike Milken, and now the plot thickens. On his radar are companies ripe for the pickings. Said Mike, I have a plan that I'm ready to try out. We'll take what we want with a leveraged buyout. I'll get you the cash with these junk bonds I've minted. They're not worth the paper it takes to get printed. Assets are plundered and factories shut. People get pink slips and redwoods get cut. Milcom and Boski make millions with ease till the feds send in teams to uncover their sleaze. They're fined and convicted and sent off to jail. And that's just chapter one of this terrible tale. Now enter Enron and genial Ken Lay. They're out trading natural gas every day, then bandwidth and power. Now water and steel. Their stock source to 90, it hardly seems real. 
This darling of Wall Street's not as good as it looks, because Fastow and Skilling are cooking the books, hiding their losses in bogus accounts, skimming off funds while the jeopardy mounts. Meanwhile, their West Coast contingent, just kids, are gaming the prices by jamming the grids, browning out cities, shutting down schools. But who said that Enron must play by the rules? And when they go down, tell me, who really pays? It's Enron employees and their 401ks. Now, enter the 90s. It's dot-com we trust till the bits bite the bubble and the whole thing goes bust. But digital trading is what the street wants, so boot the computers and welcome the quants. Their formulas click and they're stuffing their vaults till the Ruskies got squeezed and the big bear defaults. Billions are lost, but investors agree the leveraged hedge funds are their cup of tea. Each had their bevy of stock trading widgets that brings in returns in the high double digits. They tell their investors that no market crash can endanger their system and drain all the cash. Then the big boys join in, Goldman Sachs, Merrill Lynch. They're certain that making big bunch, big bucks is a cinch. We're tired selling T-bills, safe companies and stocks. We want something exotic that cleans out our clocks. Give us swaptions, derivatives. We'll take CDOs. And the credit default swaps? We want some of those. Those bundles of subprimes? We'll sell every day because Standard & Poor's ranks this crap AAA. We'll hype up the junk in a glowing report, flog it, and then make it big, going short. Well, it worked till 08. When the home market fell, the subprimes reset, and it all went to hell. Bear Stearns and Lehman went down in the pinch. Then the Bank of America bought Merrill Lynch. Golden was down. AIG was a mess. So the gov threw a tarp on the whole stinking mess. My story is over. The moral is plain. If we don't fix it quick, it will happen again. Wall Street is greedy. They're gamblers at heart. They screw up, and then the whole thing falls apart, and we have to save them. They're too big to fail, but they're just the right size for a federal jail. <laughs> yes, well, and uh, and uh, the, uh, the, 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 the woman who is... Uh, who's been given the responsibility for overseeing these banks too big to fail and their so-called products, got nothing but shit from the uh, the uh, 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 House committee that uh, that she had Elizabeth to testify Warren? for. Elizabeth Warren, yeah. Well, she's, yeah. Actually, she's actually in an even more uncomfortable position because she's supposed to protect us, the consumers. Well, that's it, right? yes, yes. No, you don't she's want not- it. it. It is... It, it's easy to see how if you really put it out there so that people can understand that they're going to lose uh, Medicare, for example, in, in upstate New York. If you really put it out there that what you're going to do is be built out of all of your savings, it's gone, baby. Uh, if that message can be uh, uh, transmitted to people, then, then they won't vote for the Republican candidate who always, in lockstep, votes to 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 screw the pooch to you know i mean it's it's incredible how consistent the whole thing is oh it's 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 quite something well by the way david that poem too big to fail yep. will be one of the many contributions to our upcoming book trailing the woe volume 1 which is being offered as the $500 premium in our new summer fun drive actually summer fun summer not drive 
which we've just launched. Well, we hope we that everybody will be. The show. Everybody will be fun. Ho- hopefully, everybody will be fun, and uh, and the fun in the fun drive will uh, accumulate, and we'll be able to continue Radio Free Oz on the air. Uh, also, from me, from uh, uh, marshmallows and despair. <laughs> That's my view. Yes. Of how the uh, how the we will have rock snot elegy, and uh, yes, and. Uh, we'll have the- Home, have the garden home in America, November 1910. There's another one. A house of garden gnomes. Yep, they'll all be in there. So um, well, good. It's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna be jam rocking packed, man. What 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 a dandy piece of work. By the way, you were talking about the uh, screwing the pooch. Just yeah. to let you know, and who has to publish this? Of course, the Asia Times. If you want to find out what's going on in America, sometimes you have to read the Asia Times. Yeah, they have this one little article called "The Vanishing Middle Class." I'll, I'll give it to you very briefly. It says that the present middle class, the doom of it, is understandable. Salaries have been stagnating for 10 years, okay, and while unemployment and poverty have been on the rise. That's what's happening in this country, okay? The mm-hmm. rich are getting richer. They're making money more expensive. One of the reasons you want to cut programs and not tax the rich is to keep the dollars really expensive, which is good for the people to whom we owe money, bad for the people who owe money. And that kind of, you know, uh, paper money, easy credit, that whole thing goes all the way back to our founding fathers. We're back to the original struggle. But listen to this, right? Yep. Wages for high school graduates remain stuck at $32,500. That's before taxes, Dave. That means they've got to live on $2,000 a month. That's 400 and some dollars a week. Try living on 400 and some dollars a week when gas, that's what? That's uh, uh, 100 gallons of gas, and that's all you get. You can't live and you can't eat, all right? College graduates' earnings, $53,000, okay? That's it. 53000 You come out of college, you owe a million dollars in, you know, in student loans, and after taxes, you're making like forty-five grand. unless you're a lawyer, right, or a, or a Wall Street hustler. Otherwise, you're doomed. Middle class doom. That's what it's all about. It's not good out there. And yet, you know, talking about the consistency, uh, let's go back to the governor of Texas who might run for president, Rick Perry, right, the guy who wears a— uh, uh, a, a freedom on one boot and liberty on the other boot. Uh, here's here's he's a true believer. This is from Gail Collins uh, called true believer. He hates Social Security, a crumbling monument to the failure of the New Deal. He wants oh, the Supreme God. Court to stop its activist ways as soon as it declares the health care uh, reform law unconstitutional. He hates the 16th Amendment to the Constitution, which permitted Congress to pass an income tax. I'm quoting here the great milestone on the road to serfdom. He also hates the 17th Amendment, <laughs> which allows for the direct election of the U.S. Senate because it reduces the power of state legislatures. <sighs> Well, let me tell you something. One of the things people don't know about Rick Perry, and they should check it out, is that his own constituents in the state of Texas overwhelmingly oppose the idea of voting for him for president. He wouldn't win in his own state. That's, that's how unpopular he is. Well, that's, that's, that's good news. As a matter of fact, none of these guys are going to win. Let's face it, Pete, we've been talking about this for uh, Months now, and it's the same group of crumbling garden gnomes out there who are really are their their paint is chipped, their their faces yep. are a little smeary. They've been around for a long time, and every time they boot up a new gnome, you know he he's gone in ten minutes because they're just concrete. 
Well, if it weren't for the for the Tea Party, one of these mainliners might have got in. But how can John Huntsman be nominated when he's worked for the not me, the Mao, the the the, the Castro in the White House out there placating the commies in far off Cathay? What what can be what can be said good about this man if you're a Tea Partyite? He's all wrong, right? He's he's generally moderate, like like. Daniels generally, although Daniels wanted to end Planned Parenthood. So even if you're a moderate Democrat, you still got some crazy ideas. Tim Pawlenty, I mean, Tim Pawlenty is somehow trying to have his lips surgically attached to the posterior of the Tea Party. And I don't think the operation is a success. The jury is still out. They, they really can't get it up for this man. He's, he's, he's called a front runner and he can't get more than five or six or seven percent of the vote in straw polls. How are you going to run if you got 8%, right? Even even uh, 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 Papa Pizza has got twice his rating right now. It's hopeless. It's hopeless. So that we'll just get through the summer. I think what we're looking at here yes. is, uh, is graduation is coming up. Uh, as a matter of right. fact, tomorrow is the senior prom at Lakeside. Uh, Preston will be going to the senior prom tomorrow. Uh, all yes. night. It's an all-night prom. I don't think they prom at all. I think they, uh, you know, they're going to summit some some low mountain pass because um, yep. they have to pack all kinds of stuff. Anyway, that's uh, that's happening, and graduation is happening. Uh, yep. All all the big uh, the big summer music festival um, down on the Columbia River, the Sasquatch that's going on. So there's jillions yep. of kids out there listening to uh, I don't know probably the same people they listened to in California a couple of months ago, a month ago. Well, Lily's going to some place in the middle of nowhere to listen to music this weekend. Uh, has Preston made up his cho- college choices yet? Oh decided? yes, yes, he's going to Bard College. He's he is going to go to Bard. Bard College, which, be- yep, which is in, for those who might not know where Bard is, it's uh, if you go up the Hudson River to uh, in, in the neighborhood of Poughkeepsie, uh, you'll, find, uh, you'll find Annandale on Hudson, and that's where it is. It's a little town on the Hudson River, very, very pretty, cold in the winter and uh, humid in the summer, but a great college campus. So that's yeah, where he's right going. Right across the river. River from Woodstock, isn't it? It's just pretty much. adjacent to Woodstock. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's on the east side of the of the river, so right. it's a um, uh, so summer is coming up, and uh, yeah. as we know, in an election year, uh, nothing much happens during the heat of the summer. Uh, there'll be you know action in um, in those states that we try to avoid in the summer, like Iowa. Uh, I guess uh, they'll be touring, and uh, uh, Romney has set up his uh, very unpalatial headquarters somewhere in Iowa. I don't think there's anything palatial in Iowa anyway. And um, uh, so I I, I predict the next several months, uh, June, July, August, uh, especially given this year, this incredibly wet, uh, stormy, inhospitable uh, weather all across the country this year if it's if it's really bad this summer we're we're we will enter the fall with uh, looking forward to the October ap- uh, apocalypse I have no doubt uh, yeah if it the if road it, to apocalypse, not the path to prosperity the, the, the road, road to apocalypse. the road to apocalypse and if now if um if the weather moderates and if beyond um, 
all imaginings. It's a sweet, warm summer with all those little Midwestern towns in the, the green lawns and the yellow dandelions and the you know the sweet air. If that happens, uh, I, I I think by October we will be on the other side of the apocalypse. So well, just have, have three a, months to wait. A, do you have a poem to take us out with, David, on those wonderful, oh, those wonderful a little, A little apocalyptic poem. <laughs> I don't know. Is it apocalyptic or is it post-apocalyptic? Uh, they're at the post-apocalyptic <laughs> ring and they're off. Oh, let's see. Yes, of course I do. Of course I do. Spring, here's a, here's a tufu spring poem. Oh, tufu. I love tufu. This is, this is from the Tang Dynasty, right? Yes, this is yeah. from the 8th century in China. Rivers mm -hmm. and mountains in open sunlight. Soft winds among flowers and spice plants. Swallows packing their nests with mud. Ducks basking on warm sand. White birds mirrored in the blue river. Red flowers blazing on the green slopes. I watch this rich procession, thinking, it's time I went home. Appropriate for an ending, it's time we all go home, I time. guess. I want to thank you, Dave. I want to thank the rest of the Oz crew. Got Scotty Wild out there in North Dakota, hoping he hasn't been blown away, taking care of making the website navigable and, what do you call it, uh, uh, intuitive. Uh, Chaz Glass, our forensic accountant, Phil Fountain, our designer and art director, Tom Gedwillow, who is our webmaster, Dave Maloney, our recording engineer, the man that runs beautiful Blue U in Whidbey Island. Thank you all so much for making this happen. And don't forget to go up to RadioFreeOz.com and get involved in the summer fun drive, all those wonderful premiums. I, Dave, I, want, I want a, a, a magnet for my refrigerator with that funny Sarah Palin uh, picture of her with the flag and the, uh, the cross, and I want it now. So... Or you want it now? Well, all you well, have what to do, do I have is to do? donate 50 bucks. 50, 50 bucks, bucks okay. And it'll be in the mail to you, right directly. Come to you directly. Okay, thanks, everybody. Uh, next week, uh, all things being equal, Dave will be in Whidbey Island, and I'll be in New Haven for my 50th. See you or hear you or be with you then. Okay, so long.